from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Coming up, Walter Williams and Ashley Mack join the show for another yarn over the back fence with special guest River 949's boss, David Wiltshire. We talk Ipswich radio history, how River 949 got here and what the future might hold for radio. Also in this episode, expect a rates rise at Thursday's council budget meeting, FOGO bins for every household, last call for feedback on the city's draft planning scheme, the ridiculous new 40k speed limits in Ipswich CBD, we ask did anyone see a horse race at the Ipswich Cup and the Spark Festival fires up for another year. It's Monday, June 19, 2023, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Walter Williams has called Ipswich home for 32 years and you'll know his voice on many TV and radio ads. He was previously heard doing his own show on QFM, 4BH, Star FM, River and 4BC. Welcome, Walter. That's a lot, isn't it? It is a lot. It's a lot to take in. Ashley Mack was born in Ipswich and growing up in Ebervale didn't affect him very much at all. He not was, much. <laughs> not much. He was the first <laughs> voice on QFM in 1990. He's still a media tart and he has a great little small business, a coffee shop. It's an Andrews. Welcome, Ash. My thank you for inviting me yet again. We start this month by welcoming a special guest on the phone. At great expense to Over the Back Fence at Ipswich today, please meet the General Manager of River 949, David Wiltshire. Oh, yeah, 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 yes, the the crowd's gone wild there. Sorry, sorry, David, really really drowned you out. Very esteemed company this afternoon, so thank you. Let's have three broken down old acts. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Make it four. Okay, okay, a little bit of seriousness, just for a minute. Set the scene here, radio celebrates 100 years in Queensland, coming up in a couple of years' time when the first commercial station hit the airwaves. That was the old 4GR in Toowoomba. 4QG actually started a couple of weeks earlier, but we don't classify that as a uh, commercial station. And despite all the changes of technology, cinemas were going to close radio down, TV was going to close radio down, VHS tapes were going to do it, the internet and social media, but radio is still going strong. And I have a little disclosure here. I gave David an announcer's job in Canberra in 1988 at the start of new technology back then, the Macquarie Satellite Service. And all of us here, including David, have worked at Q, Star and River. So my first question to you, David Wiltshire, how lucky is Ipswich to have its own professional big-time radio station? <laughs> it's funny how we've all been around the traps, isn't it? But look, yeah, you're, you're, you're quite right. It's, 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 it's great to have, uh, you know, what you call it, sort of a big-time radio station here. But um, I, I guess it's a, it, it's a little bit to do also, you know, the fact that we, um, we're we still fiercely, you know, live and local here. So, you know, we have live announcers, we have live news readers, we broadcast, you know, from our studios here in Ipswich, and we don't kind of plug in Melbourne or Sydney uh, or do satellite broadcasting like you and I used to do, Alan, in the mm. old days. Is that going to stay that way, David? 
Well, as, while I'm here, absolutely, absolutely. It's not not just a business mantra. We we actually uh, have live and local presenters here deliberately because it just makes good business sense as well. Um, I think our area is very different to a lot of other areas. And everyone likes to say they're parochial, but I, I really think we are in the Ipswich region. And I know that there's been a massive backlash when stations regionally decide to plug in a network show from elsewhere. It just doesn't work. But it really works for us, you know, for, for, from Marnie and Campo to, you know, Nikki, Jonic and Dave Cullen on the weekends. It, it just makes good business sense and, and we're definitely going to keep it. Now, my radio colleagues must have a question or two for you. Let's start with Ash. Uh, can I have a job? <laughs> of course, Ash. It was always open for you. I've told you that. Absolutely. <laughs> I, know. I, know. I just don't want to get out of bed early anymore, mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, 30 years of that was enough. Hey, are you still enjoying radio? A lot of, a lot of guys sort of get a bit jaded after quite a few years. Are you still enjoying it? Yeah, look, I, I love it. My, my family background is radio, and, and I have been uh, to different uh, operations throughout the country, like most of us, but also I've stepped out of radio a couple of times and gone into, you know, the wonderful world of print and digital media and those kind of things, but I keep coming back to radio because, yeah, I, I, I intrinsically just love it. I love what it's doing. I love where it's been. I love its history, and I love where we're sort of going moving forward. It just, uh, you know, gets me up every day. Not early, not early, but no. gets me up. Walter, your question. Yeah, I, I'm just wondering what's the biggest challenge you face in 2023 moving forward? Because Alan's already mentioned some of the things that Brady has been up against and somehow has survived. Yeah, we have, we've been very lucky there. And you remember, you know, as Alan mentioned, we also had, you know, cassettes and eight tracks and, 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 and CDs in cars and all of those things were going to kill radio. It didn't. Uh, what is having a little bit of effect, though, is is uh, digital uh, and also streaming uh, options that people have now. So demographically, the station audience, you know, it isn't what it used to be. So um, we don't have too many contemporary hit radio stations anymore. That is stations playing, you know, top 40 uh, because the audience has changed there. So we really find ourselves now in radio um, looking at a lot uh, older audiences now, but catering for those people as opposed to, you know, when we were kids and we had to listen to the radio every night. It's very different these days. And whilst it's a challenge, um, in terms of audience now, we really haven't felt much effect yet. But I think in the future, yes, it, 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 might, be, uh, it might be something a bit more serious. But uh, at the moment, we're fine. <clears throat> yeah, I was going to say, David, how do you go about getting new talent these days? Because... Once upon a time, you could stuff a guy on midnight to dawn in Upper Whoop Whoop and he could, he could develop his skills, but those jobs aren't available anymore. How do you find talent? Yeah, you're right. And look, the, the, the old feeder system was great because, as you remember, you know, we had so many uh, great country and regional stations that had a full lineup of announcers. And, you know, you'd start off there and you do your nights, you work your way up to breakfast in a bigger market. So the pool of announcers that you used to have was incredible. And that's not there anymore. So what a lot of stations doing now is, uh, is pulling talent from uh, street crew or, you know, comedians or other industries to put them on air. But in terms of how we source radio announcers here, thankfully, we have a very large network uh, around the country, the Australian Radio Network, and we have 52 radio stations that we can sort of draw on to, to source good talent. David, the history of the station is blurred for a lot of people. I'm talking about River now. Uh, many locals still think it is or was 4IP. Can you just set the record straight for that? 
you know, a lot of confusion with the locals as well. But but essentially what happened is that, uh, look, 4IP started broadcasting here in Ipswich about uh, 1935 and, and went through various owners and it was purchased by uh, Sir Frank Moore in 63 and then Sir Frank and the team turned it into one of the most success, successful radio stations in Australia with, with, with formatted radio that hadn't been heard of before. And it got so successful that uh, a lot of listeners from Brisbane started tuning into the Ipswich station and, and loved it. Um, allegedly, they couldn't sort of make a quit around here, so they moved their operation, their studios and transmitter to Brisbane just after the floods in sort of 74, 75. Now, if I can just pause you there, this, yep. some people will be old enough to remember this. Colourful 4AP. Here's one of the good guys, David Greenwood. Oh, that's, that is a blast from the past. So that's, that's 4IP. So what happened? So then, so 4IP sort of had a, a feat in both cities for a little while. They had a, a Limestone Street office, which was just that, but the studios and transmitter went to Brisbane. They fully became Brisbane around about 77 and left uh, the city a bit high and dry for local radio because their concentration was on, on Brisbane and surround. So it was about 15 years until uh, we got lucky where a local who happened to be the Governor-General, uh, Bill Hayden, uh, stepped in and uh, lobbied the communications minister and was able to get a, uh, a new licence for Ipswich, uh, which commenced in 1990, and that's, uh, that station was called QFM, which evolved into River eventually. It was interesting. I can actually still remember the transmitter tower for 4IP, and not a lot of people know where it was. It was actually down near um, where Costco is, on the swamp there. And then um, when John Brannock and, and Paul Fadiu, that was that was an exciting time when uh, uh, Brannock and Fadiu and crew put that uh, QFM together. That was exciting. Now, Ash, I, I, Ash, Walt and David, I just want to activate the Ipswich Today time machine. As we go back in time, just a little bit, just a little bit more. Wait, there's more. Feeling good, nothing but great songs. Classic hits. Star 106.9. River 9.9. And that brings us kind of to the present day. Well, you went wow, Ash. Right. Why did you go wow? <laughs> because I haven't heard that uh, first river jingle, well, the first what QFM jingle since I produced them. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would have had a hand in it. Uh, I did. Tell us that the was, story. Was, well, um, I've got a couple. Uh, I think they actually were husband and wife. I can't remember their names, but uh, they've split up and he's now living in America and they were produced in Brisbane and no one was playing jingles at that time. I know and the we, couple you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah and they and it, um, it was just really exciting putting those together mm. because the brief came from the general manager about what he wanted on the jingles, mm. but it was, it was a lot of fun. And just on that, uh, yeah. because I was the first breakfast announcer on QFM, mm. uh, I remember getting the call up when I was working in, I was uh, programming Seven LA in um, Launceston, Tasmania. Yeah, and uh, and I, and they said, "Come and work for us at QFMB, our brekkie announcer in Ipswich." And I said, "That's great." 
Where's hey. Ipswich? <laughs> oh, Walter. I'm serious, but I've been here for over 30 years since, David. How about that? <laughs> that's very I'm, good. I'm like a local like Hinksy. <laughs> you are. You are. That's right. It's interesting because I still have a, a photo in my office, the GM's office here, of the old Star FM crew. Oh, and, God. And, no. and Walter Walter <laughs> and actually in there, um, and it looks down at me every day. It's like it's like the boys are judging me every day. I've, got to <laughs> so I've really got to turn that bloody thing around. That that was me with jet black hair and a, uh, a, a perm. Yeah, yeah, terrible. Some, something like oh. that. Oh, David oh. Wiltshire is our guest on Ipswich Today's Over the Back Fence segment for another month. Now, David, it's great to see that the station is a success financially because it is a commercial station. And there's a good old saying, without the business, there is no show. That is a fantastic achievement because it did falter in those early days trying to make a dollar. Yeah, it, it did. And, and look, thank you, Alan. We're, we're very sort of proud of the position we're in now sort of financially and from a from a ratings point of view. Uh, and in fact, we've been able to write some sort of record numbers recently as well. But you, yes, it, that hasn't always been the case in this area for various reasons. But what I think really turned the corner for, uh, for the station was the fact that um, previous owners, grand broadcasters, uh, were very, very focused on that local offering mm. i know i keep boning on about that yeah. but it just works particularly in mm. our part of the world and and you know that's why we have marnie and campo D- dave and nikki uh, on breakfast on the weekends are a classic example of what we're talking about they're not announcers deliberately they're they're well-known local people who very much like your podcast they sort of talk over the back fence and talk about everything that's sort of happening here in fact that's yeah, what they I stole everything they know from us <laughs> anyway i stole it from you thank you um <laughs> And uh, Walter and Ash were too expensive, as were you, Alan. But, but, <laughs> That's right, mate. <laughs> we don't get out of bed for less than a thousand dollars. Exactly. But look, it really, so, so we're, we, you know, we're still we have the council is one of our biggest clients. We're, we're we're on all the chamber of commerce around the area. We run a segment called River to the Rescue regularly, where we sort of help out listeners and, and charities. Um, and one thing that I'm very proud of is because we have that sort of local talent here with announcers and journos, we can provide that uh, you know, vital emergency broadcasting that we do. So mm. recent floods is an example. And what I was uh, really encouraged by is the police were telling residents to listen to River to get the uh, updated information on what was happening with the floods. So those kind of things, you know, really help us with that uh, local uh, um, mantra that we have. And the Chamber of Commerce in Ipswich sort of, uh, you know, they, they awarded us their uh, President's Award uh, uh, this year as well, which was, uh, you know, recognition of the fact that, you know, we're helping local businesses as well. Well, being part of the community, that is that is part of what it's all about. There's no doubt about that. I'm hearing River in lots of places, lots of shops, even doctor surgery. So you, you are everywhere. Mm, that's correct. That's correct. <laughs> I've got a serious technical question, and I've asked you this uh, previous, David. What's the future hold for River technically? It's on FM. It'll probably stay on FM until further notice. You've got the iHeartRadio thing really cranked up. What about digital radio, DAB? Is that is that going to happen for River? Yeah, look, and we have had this discussion, Ellen, you're right. And yes, we are looking at uh, DAB. Uh, DAB is... Uh, interesting platform, and, and and we're looking at sort of the pros and cons at the moment, but I, I haven't ruled it out. Uh, we are getting a brand new FM transmitter, though. We've actually got it. We haven't installed it yet, so that'll make our uh, coverage area and our listening experience a little bit better. 
mm-hmm. business. But at the moment, we are staying on FM and proud of it. Mm-hmm. But yes, we are looking towards, uh, you know, having a look at DAB. But streaming and iHeart, we are, um, at the moment, we have the largest streaming audience of all of our uh, ARN regional stations across the country. Congratulations. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well done. done. That's, I think that deserves another yeah. round. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From our studio audience. <laughs> oh, I just couldn't help myself. No, no, that, that is terrific news, David. Now, here's, here's something that um, all of us are concerned about, and that is AI and chat GPT and all that kind of stuff, because I've already heard some radio stations in America using 100% AI for their voices. Scary wow scary stuff there must be talk behind the scenes about ai in australian radio yeah there is there is and, and it, look it is a, a concern uh, uh or, or, or an opportunity depending on what side of the fence you sit on but um uh from what i've heard of ai now and what they can do with cloning voices um is quite remarkable because um you can now have a clone of, say, Walter's voice, for example, and it will no. sound very similar to you uh, on breakfast. And we'd like to announce that next week we're having Walter on air. He doesn't know it. <laughs> well, you know this entire podcast is AI. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, of course. One yes, average intelligence. Yes. It's actually BAI, below average intelligence. So we're looking at it with, with, with interest and a little bit of concern, but mm. I, 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 that's something that we really can't predict. Mm. Well, well Nash, I'll be, I'll be super I'll... local. I tell you what, that's just fantastic. Yeah, and congrats on Marnie and Campo. They sound great at Brecky. Thank you, thank you. And they've been doing that for a little while now, so we, we're lucky to have a fairly stable uh, on our team. But we, um, we did bring in someone new last year, Barry Drinkwater, who also happens to be a locally owned property in Laidley. So. Barry had a big career uh, in 97.3 and, mm-hmm. and, and 4KQ and, and, and FM 104 in the old days. So Barry joined us to do afternoons uh, and he's been absolutely loving it. So um, mm-hmm. it's good to have him on board as well. But mo- most of the uh, announcers have been here for a while, which is fantastic. Great job, David Wiltshire. And uh, on behalf of the three of us, thank you uh, so much for chatting with Lipswich today for our regular yarn over the back fence. Awesome. Thanks very much, and we'll see you at the yeah. reunion, whatever that might be. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Done. On to other things. Uh, Ash and Walt, Ipswich City Council, about to release its budget this Thursday, the 22nd at 9am. Funnily enough, there was a re- media release issued a week or two ago to what I call soften us up for a rate rise. Have you had a chance to look at that? Yeah, and uh, you're right, they're doing it, but they it's a fact of life, isn't it? We've got an inflation and, and, and cost of living crisis happening. They've got to be able to pay the people who work in the council. They've got to be able to pay for the services. So it's the only one way the prices can go is up. Walter? Yeah, I just wish my business was putting its rates up as often as everyone else seems to be. I, I was just ordering my latest Nature B today and it's gone up yet again. Uh, it never ends, mate. doesn't matter what is happening out there. Everything's going up in price. It's all inflating. Nature B, I haven't heard that for a long time. Reminds me of 4BC, that one. <laughs> That's how I stay so much more youthful than you two. <laughs> Thank I you, Gordon. I think you just did a contra deal and I we didn't even notice it. <laughs> just slipped it in there. Call that number, 1-800, the, yeah. The, the first contra deal on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
One good thing the council is doing, they've introduced these uh, FOGO bins, the food organic, garden organic bins. They're going to make it universal, but I don't know why they're waiting so long, 24-25. There's also a last call for comments on the uh, draft planning scheme. Now, this is so dry, it's like the Sahara uh, or the Simpson Desert (laughs) to make it more local. But it really is important because... People only seem to be concerned about planning schemes if something pops up down the road or in the neighbourhood they don't like. But now's the chance to have your input into the whole city and make comments. Have you managed to do that yet? It's, it's, it is it's one of those things that really only it, – it's, it, 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 it's only your own backyard you worry about, really, isn't mm-hmm. it? Because I went the first thing I did when I went to the site was put in my address and my kids' address to see what was going to go on around their place, and I couldn't see anything unusual. Walter, you're in an unusual situation there yourself, mm. uh, sort of on your own there in the middle of Ipswich mm. Central. Anything happening around you? It's great living on acreage in the CBD. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I have actually shared some of my suggestions on this new Ipswich planning scheme thing. So um, whether they'll be listened to, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a minority, as you say, Al. Are you the bloke who keeps putting up about the doggy doo-doo bin? Yes, that's me. Yeah, that's yours. <laughs> you want the more plastic bags, don't you? Absolutely. All right. a, a doggy do bin would be nice too. There isn't one on the entire stretch of uh, River Heart Precinct. Mm, okay. A lot of dogs with bulging I, eyes. I have, to <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree with you, Walt. There should be something done about that. Yeah. Well, what about these new 40k speed limits? I know they've been introduced and they've got all the warning signs under the sun saying new speed limits and flashing boards and all sorts of things. I am sure many mm. people are just forgetting because you can come around the corner and not catch one mm. of those signs and go, whoops, mm-hmm. going over. What have you heard? I'm hearing lots of whinging. Well, the interesting thing is I'm normally uh, a bit of a lead foot. I drive a bit too fast most of the time, and I, but I run ways on the thing all the time and it doesn't pip at me in town so have they told the people from Waze it's now 40? Especially still saying 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you've got an old mapping system and you've got to update it and pay for it. Mm. That that makes it tough. Although I have noticed that uh, I think Google does update pretty quickly so if you're using yeah well they own ways now they oh right okay i I still think there should have been an amnesty period in place and there wasn't from the get-go you were done for Mm. doing over 40 k's and the the brand new speed limits i think it's a stupid (laughs) idea altogether but i I agree the lights don't match up the the street lights with the traffic lights lights. do not coordinate with the 40k zones I agree with what you said last month, Walter, and that is it's it's done for the stupid people that want to walk out mm. in the traffic and not use the crossings. Exactly. It's all about the old Darwinian system of evolution, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and if you're stupid enough to walk in traffic, you will die. Yeah. One way of getting rid of the slow one. Good news about common sense prevailing with the uh, designs for colleges crossing. We've spoken about, spoken about this a couple of times in the past as well. So it's going to be back to basics, not much where it gets flooded and all the action up a bit higher. Looks good. That's smart thinking, mm. and that means we might not – next time the big water comes, so we might not lose it for three years. Or the big cost attached to it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's a good plan. An even better plan would be to put a decent bridge across colleges crossing. Oh, from, there's a whole new discussion. Oh, oh, it's, a, it's an old discussion. It's been yeah, around or longer or than me. Or we has. could tear it down, and that would solve a problem with traffic here at uh, Chewar every afternoon. Mm. Oh, yes, you have your traffic theory. Yeah. Well, it's true. Mm. It's every time every time that is closed, there's no traffic over here. 
Wow. It's all going over to the north side, to Brisbane side. Yeah, Karana Downs, etc. Yeah, okay. But, the, but there are days when you're coming back from Brisbane and you want to avoid the Centenary Highway. What do you do? You come the back way. Mm-hmm. And it's such a, a godsend. So why can't they get a decent crossing at Colleges Crossing? Live up to its name. <clears throat> Did you go to the Ipswich Cup, gentlemen? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, mean, mate, I say that. Switch. I say that because there will still be people recovering <laughs> three oh, or four yes. days Look, after. You know, here's, here's a little fact for you. The Ipswich Cup is the only place where I've done MC work and had full cans thrown at me. How many? Uh, Full. No, oh, full cans. Full. I thought you were cans. counting them. I was on stage at the after party and they were so full. And, you know, they mustn't have liked me. I wonder why. But uh, <laughs> they, they were throwing full cans at me on stage. What, uh, what I love much. about the Ipswich Cup, what I love about the Ipswich Cup is most people attending never see a horse race. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and a lot of the people end up taking their shoes off and dancing around their handbags by the end of the night. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, uh, it's, and, it's a big party. It's always so cold and those girls wear those tiny dresses. You go, what, what's wrong with you people? No sense, no feeling. <laughs> well, by five o'clock. Someone's crossing the roads at 40 kilometres per hour. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay, well, yeah. we'll go back to that. No, no, let's go forward. Stitch in the Switch. Walter, you have been a star at Stitch in the Switch twice now and it looks like it's coming back every three or four weeks. Do I take that to mean it's being very successful? It's been very successful, yes, and it's uh, picking up. I think uh, I was a turning point, of course, going oh, absolutely. and <laughs> getting one of the biggest crowds ever. But MC Anthony Lamond is going to be back on Saturday night, the 24th of June. Um, with, that's this weekend with uh, Steve Allison, uh, Shadwicker, and our local boy, Jake Selway. And if you miss Jake's act, you can always catch him down at your local produce store. Well, you know the one, Harvest Markets. Ah, right. Ah. Sorry, I was a bit slow there. <laughs> He's getting his fruit and veggies free now too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's see what country you can squeeze out of this next one. Uh, the, the Spark Festival is uh, is coming up <laughs> and the program this year looks like it's more than doubled in size, if I'm correct. There's some great attractions packed into the Spark Festival. It's It really is a new look Ipswich Festival without the parade. It has a great lineup. It's always been a great lineup. The Spark Festival, that's for sure. And I love, uh, I love a good street parade as much as the next Ashley Mac does. And <laughs> I want to see, I want to see it bigger and better than ever before at Spark Festival in 2023. Why aren't they having a parade? I don't know why there's no parade. I guess there used to be. Yeah, there used to be very popular. I can only sense or guess that there was a change of regime when it was under administration. Mm. Uh, then the new councillors came in, so they've kind of just followed on from that. And, uh, you know, it's not to say that in the future a parade can't come back. I tell you what, though, the, the, they, one of the things they do with Spark is they light up the new council chambers. <laughs> No, I don't mean they burn it down. This is not Guy Fawkes <laughs> night. Well, yeah, you know, they do the, the lights on yes. the side of the building. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's brilliant. That's yeah. a nice and piece of notice, technology. I happened to be out driving around the night of the State of Origin. 
and they lit it up for State of Origin with the two different teams. Ah, very good. It was really good. One of the highlights of Spark Festival has to be when they light up the church too, the Catholic church in the city. Mm. It, it looks brilliant. Local photographers have their work beamed across the church. And then right in front of the church in the park, they have uh, a big stage set up and eateries and the whole thing, food trucks, you name it. It's fantastic. Spark comes alive. That's a, that's a great endorsement for the Spark Festival. We'll have some links in the show notes for that one. Look, we mm-hmm. might wrap it up here, gentlemen. It's an extra big addition, our yarn over the back fence. We would normally have a reminiscing segment, but mm-hmm. instead of reminiscing, Ash, you've suggested we get hold of someone we've spotted on YouTube. Yeah, I, there's a guy, If you, I'm a great YouTube watcher, and he's done a walkabout around Ipswich. And it's, but instead of it being contemporary Ipswich, it's Ipswich from settlement to 1904. From white settlement, yep. Yeah, from white settlement to 1904. And it is brilliant. Things, like I went to school right next to one of the, the things he was standing on, you know, Cunningham's Knoll, yep. and I learned stuff. Right? Okay. So I thought, this is great. and I reckon we should get him on and have a chat about it. All right. He might be next month's uh, special mm. guest on uh, Over the Back Fence. I think we need to take a break because I'm nearly out of breath and I need a drink of water. Thanks for joining us on Ipswich today, gents. Thank you. Thank you, Alan. Cheers. And a reminder to look for handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button on the homepage to make a payment through PayPal. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio and Amazon Music. Or play Ipswich today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.